Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. How's everyone doing today? Sorry if there's a little background noise. There's a lot going on at the Food Service Partners facility in Milledgeville, and even with all the sound boards today, um, we have a lot of new equipment coming in and, and stuff like that. So if you hear stuff in the background, you hear employees, I apologize. We're, uh, we're expanding here and, and adding in some new kettles and um, packaging equipment, and it's... Uh, it's kind of chaos around here, so I apologize about that. I also apologize if the music comes or our music and or sound comes in a little bit loud. I've tried to adjust it, but I've had to turn it a little bit louder to pick up things because of the noises in the background. It seems like it's not picking up those in the sound boards or doing their job, but we'll see. So thank you, everyone. Uh, today is another one-on-one or win on Wednesday about winning in life. Um, but it's also my chance to like, if you were a mentor, you were someone in my life, um, or work together, a mentor, meaning an equal or someone I was coaching, I should say, based on the last, uh, developing young leaders podcast, we established that coaching is when someone with more experience coaches, someone with less experience mentors are sort of equals that are guiding each other in there for each other along the path. So both are equally important and, um, but uh, in this case, this is more of coaching. This is more, hey, listen in. Um, in today's uh, one-on-one for the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast is going to be called Being Emotional. Um, and this one hits home for me. Uh, any entrepreneur or leader out there that has any passion or any conviction, um, as we talked about, even Jesus had conviction um, and had anger and um had to use that to make a point if you will on the importance and being listened to and you don't understand and I think that as humans we are, we're trying to take the emotion out of everything <clears throat> I think that yes we don't always need to react from our emotion but I think without being emotional and having emotion and having them strongly in your lives. Um, and uh, how do you have motivation? Um, how do you have passion? How do you have conviction to go do the right thing or make a better world? It's the emotions that are there. And if you're an entrepreneur or a leader who's built something over time, um, just like with your kids, you're going to have emotional attachment to them. And I always find it interesting, especially in the entrepreneurial world, how many people say it's not personal, it's just business. Well, if you're an entrepreneur or you're a leader in a business that's been there a long time and actually built something and actually built the people in there who are loyal, it's way core, It's way more than business. It is personal. You are heavily involved in their lives and they are heavily involved in yours and you guys are an ecosystem that's dependent on each other to make money and to survive and to grow profit and grow companies. So 
other lives can be done and each other can have financial freedom and the independence to live legacies. So, okay, what did I just mean there? Being emotional is important. It's how we attach to people. Yes, I'm not saying it's always the best. I can use it in the wrong way. I am a very emotional person, so it can go both sides of the spectrum. The bad comes with the good, right? Just as much as I can motivate someone, empower someone with my powerful voice on a stage, I can use that same powerful voice when I'm angry to get the opposite effect, demotivate. It happens. I have a good and bad side. I and mostly not that, but when I'm emotional, sometimes those emotions can come out wrong. I think that as humans, the more we look at those um, and we self-reflect and we figure out how to do them better or why we're causing them in ourselves because we're all, we're all our own worst enemies, um, it'll probably go a long way. So um, I've made a lot of mistakes um, and things that I've done because I was leading with emotion, it doesn't mean that the intent was wrong. It means that my emotions may have got the better of me and you need to find balance. So being emotional can drive and inspire people, but you need to use logic and planning to actually have a goal or actually drive your business forward. And so if you're an emotional person, I promise you're not alone. And if you have a passion for your business as an entrepreneur, I promise you're not alone. And if you are being told by people you're too emotional or you're being emotional, I, I really encourage you to look at those emotions as a leader. Um, what are those emotions? I'm not talking about the negative ones because what happens is we often get negative emotions when we aren't able to express positive ones or we don't know how to express positive ones or something bad has happened to us or someone has done something to us. So if we're able to twist every emotion into a positive one for the most part, it's good. However, we do need to know our negative emotions. Why do we have them? Why are they there? Are they there to protect us? What are they telling us? I have negative emotions all the time. I get negative emotions towards clients at work. Um, I feel that they're trying to take advantage of us. I get negative emotions towards employees when I think they're trying to take advantage of the system. Of course I do. It's just, I am human. It doesn't mean I act on them. Um, so that's one I, I often can stop and pause and work my way through it. And I understand 100% immediately that I'm trying to build a community here and build people. And, you know, I'm trying to instill with them the same emotion, um, and passion that I have, and I don't want to rob it of them. Um, that doesn't mean that you can't be hard on people. That doesn't mean you can't use your emotion to be firm. Um, but it's important. I personally, I can raise my voice and I can yell when I get emotional, especially when it comes to work and my passions and my dreams. It's very hard for me to um, allow people um, to take advantage of things. It, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why do you care? Why does it bother you? Um, you know, why not just let them out the door? Because I, I have this thing where I don't like it number one and number two I really don't want someone else to have to go through it or another company to go through it so maybe I do handle it differently maybe I do handle it a little more firmly or aggressively um but I'm hoping that it shakes the behavior out of someone or I'm one of many who have not put up with it anymore and the person actually grows because I actually think that that's the nicest thing you could do 
is firm or not, handled right or wrong. Um, we need to be accountable as individuals. And if people are trying to hold us accountable, it often goes better if we allow ourselves to be accountable. And often being emotional is because we know as a leader or we know as an entrepreneur that what it's like to go through it, what it's like to be at the bottom, what it's like to go through the trials and tribulations it took to be a leader or being a true entrepreneur, a successful one, or 20, almost 25 years now at Food Service Partners, going on 25 years. And um, if I didn't have the emotion and I didn't have the drive inside of me, I wouldn't have got flown across the country to deliver trucks for our client when there were union strikes. I wouldn't have gone down to Virginia in the middle of a snowstorm where we had drivers out and stranded and trucks out to go down and put chains on the trucks and help deliver uh, trucks and food during the winter um, because the dr some of the drivers were stuck where they were living. You know, it's you're not going to get that unless you have a passionate owner. And often companies that subcontract companies like ours realize very quickly when you don't have an emotional owner, you don't have an emotional business, or you don't have an emotional leader, there's not the drive to do the right thing or go the extra mile, as we're talking about in the core value um, number one from last month in January. Like if you don't have the emotion, you don't have the conviction. If you don't have the emotion, usually means you don't have the chip on your shoulder. And if you don't have the chip on your shoulder, I don't know how you have the motivation to go dominate. Because the chip on your shoulder is you never want to be put back in that situation again. You don't want to feel poor. You don't want to feel bullied. You don't want to feel abused. You don't want to feel unsafe. All of those things are reasons for... Um, you know, to really have emotions and be emotional and have motivation and let your emotions be your passions. And again, you don't have to take it out on someone. You don't have to be happy-go-lucky all the time. But being aware of your emotions and being emotional, you can use that to connect with people. I use emotion. I use my emotions because I'm a very empathetic, empathic person. And I'm very emotional. And I very much use what I'm actually feeling to connect with my audience because I can feel it when I tell stories. And, I, and that emotion that I'm feeling is very powerful in connecting humans. And we shouldn't run away from it. And we shouldn't be afraid of it. Because I got to tell you, if someone cares enough to, to engage in you and, and, and want a relationship with you and, and even care so much that your opinion to disagree with you and, and argue with you a little bit, as long as it's not abusive and as long as it's not all the time, I would say that person probably cares about you because they care about your opinion so much to have an argument with you. Just saying. And we do this a lot, everyone, conservative, liberal in America and so on and so forth. We just want to argue, but everyone just wants to hear their opinion be heard and feel like they're valid and it matters and it's right. Well, I, every human is right in some way, but how we do it collectively and what our goals are, yeah, I don't know that we always do what's right. We're a group 
species, we have group thought, we trust a lot in our leaders to make decisions for us instead of for ourselves. So um, when we take emotion out of it and there's not enough emotions in the world, um, we're not leading with emotion, right? If you don't take away emotion and we're used to making decisions without emotion, we're also making decisions without the emotion of caring for the human or the animal or how happy we could be. What's the upside? What if we bust out of the barrier of controlling our emotions, how happy we could be if we really had purpose? So I think the emotions, guys, you just, anyone who wants to be a really a good leader and an entrepreneur or strives to be a better person and better this world, I think a lot of it starts inside. It's understanding our emotions and, and giving names to our feelings. It's then exploring those emotions. What are my insecurities? What am I defensive over? What are the stumbling blocks going to be that I am going to face as a leader because of this, because of my emotions? What are the emotions I can use to connect with people and be a leader and inspire people and motivate them? So being, being emotional is really pretty important. There has to be the emotion in, in what's going on. You have to feel it. And most of the time, guys, everyone else who's not emotional, who's not a beam or a superstar, as we've talked about, or a hot ray of sun that's being attracted to, they're never, all they're going to do is try to put out your fire because they don't want you shining brighter than them because it makes them feel uncomfortable because it reflects on them whether it's something bad about themselves or something they're not doing for themselves or they've never been motivated or how lucky that person is because that's an easy excuse for the brain to pacify that you won't get off your ass and do the work. Um, feel the emotion. You're sad. Feel it. I'm not saying to be depressed, but there's a way out of sadness if you really feel it. You start thinking about, God, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to keep feeling this way. How am I going to do this? Okay, there's therapy. Okay, there's exercising every day. Okay, there's routine. Okay, feel it in your emotions, in your feelings, and being emotional. I'm not talking about just crying. It's important, yes, but you need to emote. You need to be able to have feelings. You need to be able to know what they are, and you need to learn what those feelings are and how to lead with them. So I encourage everyone to do a couple things um, based on this one-on-one. -on -one. The first is really... You know, just take one day, take a situation at work, take a situation with your family and take a situation with your spouse or your children. And uh, all three, I would write about the emotions you felt, not what happened or what did what. I would write down the emotions that you felt, all of them in the moment as you relive it. Not thinking of the words, yes, you're thinking of the words, but as the words are in your head, write down the emotion. Make the emotion a sub thought that you write down. And do this a lot in your life, and you'll start seeing your common emotions. And those common emotions and being emotional, those are your rudders, guys. They're, they're going to lead your path, positive or negative. And so when we start learning our emotions and what they are and how often we have them, it's not about being less emotional so we control all of them and we're less emotional in general because we fear the good ones and the bad ones, or we fear the bad ones and thus the good ones don't make it. It's identifying the ones that we have being emotional in the ones that are good for us and using the ones that are good for us at the time that they are to be indicators or 
lead us forward or inspire us. And the ones that aren't good, we need to lessen them because the ones that are probably aren't good for us are the one are the ones that are negative in our head are probably the ones that we think of the more often. I gave you three scenarios. You could do it throughout your day. Every time you had a feeling about yourself or a feeling about someone, what is it? Jealousy, anger, upset, annoyed. If I'm annoyed all day long, I probably should work on not being annoyed. If I'm impatient all day, I should probably work on patience. So being emotional is important. You want to turn up the volume a little bit to identify them. And then you want to find the ones that are going to help you and turn up the volumes on those. And the ones that are there too often causing you negativity, you need to turn down the volume on those. I'm not saying get rid of them because they are indicators, but you just need to turn down the volume on a daily basis. And I have struggled with this, guys, throughout being an entrepreneur, through growth spurts, through um, plateaus in growth through, um, bad situations. I've, I've gone in and out of like bad feeling and, and a little bit of suffering and depression and stuff like that. I didn't have things like 75 hard or other entrepreneurs like Arite syndicate to sort of where I didn't know I was alone. But really, if you're out there on your own and you're trying to do the right thing and you're trying to better the world through being an entrepreneur also, where it's about your legacy and about being financially successful, but also about leaving a legacy and a better planet um, for the world, you're going to be the most frustrated person on the planet because you're fighting the greatest battle of them all. And especially in food with what's going on in the world, it's really hard. And for us to do that to stay consistent in order to do it we have to have conviction and that's an emotion we have to have passion it's an emotion we have to have love for humans and the people around us that's an emotion that's a feeling we have to care about the animals enough that we want to save them but also understand that we care enough about them that we need to utilize them in order to save ourselves and the planet and we need to rotate them and we need to get biodiversity and it and things like that. It's being emotional and understanding and using that emotion as a rudder. It shouldn't drive the ship always, but it's going to determine where we end up because our emotions, regardless of our plan and regardless of our dreams, if we feel bad about ourselves every day, no matter if we always aim for a Ferrari, we're never going to get the Ferrari. That's what people don't understand. It's that inside emotion, that negativeness that's keeping us from actually doing it. We can all achieve greatness, but we're avoiding our emotions because society's telling us, especially men, that you're too emotional anymore. You can't lose your temper and you can't be loud and you can't be a man. And, you know, so, and for women, they're going to lose the emotion in a different way. And we talk about that in the athletics episode. I hope we figure that out. But emotionally, women are going to be in a different emotion. They're going to, how do they succeed in a world physically that's now putting them down again? What does it mean to be a woman? So I'm not arguing either way. I'm just saying we need to emotionally walk our way through these things and we need to be prepared emotionally for what's ahead of us. And if we really feel conviction towards something and we want to lead in something, we need to, one, get away the resentment and the negativity and the reasons that we necessarily feel that way in the negative way. So I can have passion for someone. I can want to not have kids ever be abused or be molested because that's my one of my purposes in life. 
Um, but I don't need to go such, to such an extreme that I become controlling, that I become success, that I cause abuse on someone else over it because I'm trying to push it along. And so it's a fine line, right? Um, but being emotional is that I'm taking the emotion that I feel about something that negatively happened to me. I'm not focusing on the negative bits that what it makes me feel like because I, I, for the most part, I always get through those. Every once in a while, I take steps backwards. But it's then how do I use the positivity and that emotion to keep accelerating me and motivating me to keep fighting, keep speaking on this microphone, keep spreading positivity and positive leadership, which in my opinion, guys, being emotional and being a good leader and leading with conviction and passion and love which is an emotion, um, it's what the world needs. And if we don't have that in our world, then I don't know how we're going to make it as uh, homo sapiens or as a planet. Because you're going to need to have the emotion to care about all of it. You're going to need to have the empathy. You're going to need to have the understanding. And you're going to need to be willing to put yourself in a lot of other animals, other people, um, shoes without looking through your own filters all the time. And you're going to have to get to know your emotions in order to do it. What are mine? What might someone else's be if they were feeling this or they were in that situation? How did I get my emotions? How did they get there? Why do I feel so strongly about this? Why, when someone comes into a room and I feel they're manipulating me, do I lose my shit? Still to this day, still doing it. So... I think it's just something for everyone to look at. I'm not saying that I should do that. I'm just saying that it's a feeling and it's a behavior that I need to work on. But my feelings are telling me I'm being manipulated. How I react to it um, and how my emotions do it. Listen, I'm aggressive. It's just the way that I am. And if you're going to manipulate me, I don't want to do business with you. I'm not going to bullshit you around and pretend that we're okay. I'm getting straight to the point. Like if you ask me, I don't trust you. I feel you're manipulating me. You asked. You asked, did I need to say it? Nope, but someone should, so fine. If you want to know, I will give you an honest answer, but be willing to take it because when I'm asking for an answer, I get honest ones, and the people around me that I, even when I don't want to hear it or the hardest on me or whatever, they give me honest answers, and it hurts bad sometimes, but I need to hear them, and I wouldn't be who I was if I wasn't willing to. So, And yes, people take advantage of people that always are looking like us that that tend to be more um self-reflective that take more responsibility yes it's a it's an achilles heel and it's something that we need to work on because we already started off more emotional and so our emotions are about being emotional and we are the leaders in the world we are the inspirers in the world we are the motivators we have the voice we just need to go out and do it so um, I appreciate everyone. Uh, thank you for listening in and have a great Wednesday.